Let's call this starting off point. Summary. Not because it summarizes where we are going on our adventure. Or paints a road map of our travels. Let's call it summary. Because it is a basic summary of our situation as human beings on earth. According to God's word. An overview of the history God wants us to know. And the events he has said will come. There will be more of these along the way. And we will grow our understanding as we stop at each of these pit stops. That sounds good. If you don't mind, I'm going to go ahead and call them pit stops. Just like a road trip with your friends or family, at these pit stops, we shut the engines down and fuel up. A chance to take a breath and collect ourselves as we prepare for the next leg of our journey. As I mentioned, we will start off with a quick overview at first. Then as we go along, we will start to include more theology and biblical ideas to try and expand our understanding of God and His ways and hopefully expound upon the questions that beg for clarity. May his light shine on our understanding. As a follower of Jesus, it is good to have a grasp of what we believe. We will be more confident in the faith we have for Jesus, and how the scripture paints a picture of God's love for us. If we can understand some of the concepts and correlations of his story, we will be more confident in where we stand, so we can stand firm. And if we have that assurity of faith, we will have the confidence to share or defend it when necessary. And it feels good to have that confidence of knowing where you stand. So, if you are ready and have prepared yourself for this expedition, let us gather what we need for the trip by looking at this quick overview from the beginning of our history with God to the promise of what God has said is to come. In the beginning God created everything. Everything in the entire universe. Land. Air. Atmosphere, planets, fish, birds, land animals, and people. Everything. And here's the thing it was good. Some say everything was perfect. There was no death. The circle of life was with the earth and God, instead of consuming other species as it is today. And we had access to God. It was paradise. This is where most biblical believers stand. And according to God's word, this was the case. At least this good, meaning perfection in the garden, where man was placed. I'm not sure however how, good, it was outside of the garden. I'm sure it was good, but somehow the garden was better. It might just be because God walked in the garden, that it was better. You see, the garden is literally paradise. It had the same attributes as the kingdom of God, and the holy places in the temple all known as the place God dwells with man on earth. There were a couple things, however. Free will being the big one. God created us in his image and gave us the free will to choose to love him. Without free will, love would be meaningless. And since we were created to be a child of God, just as you are a child of your father and have similar aspects of him, and God wants to build his family, He gave us free will so that we might choose to do His will and love Him. When we think about it, it makes perfect sense that in order to be truly in His image, we must be able to have the free will to choose. And us making choices can cause problems. That was a brief view of the garden. On this voyage, these ideas we encounter, such as what happened in the garden, we will continue to explore at depth. As we ramble on, We will build up our collection of knowledge and even stop and paint a scene where we see why the very first sin or wrong choice was the big one that condemned us all and brought all of humanity to a state of ignorance 
and darkened our very nature. And if the Holy Spirit allows it, we will look at it for the blessing that it was. But that's for later, we will get there together, but we have to make a few stops first. But for now, let's continue to prepare for the journey. So the wrong choice was made and the punishment was we could no longer live forever. Just as God had warned us when he said, we would surely die if we ate from the tree in the midst of the garden. It wasn't really a punishment as much as it was a consequence. A natural evolution of the crime against God, you could say. If we were to live forever we would be eternally trapped in sin. So death was introduced. And no longer will man live forever. The law of entropy was presented. This death has separated us from God. God says he knew our names at the point of creation. He knew the choice we were going to make in the garden and the choices we make today. He lets us make our own choice. But don't worry, knowing what would happen, he made a plan at the point of creation. A plan to redeem us and bring us back to our Father. Allow me to put a statement into your pack as we continue getting ready for our trip. God so loved the world when he thought of us that he went ahead and created us anyway. Now the earth was cursed as well. The beautiful gift God had given man will now produce thorns, and man will have to work and toil for the land to produce. Man will have to labor for his work, and women will have to labor for their children. So, there's two things, you could say, that we have to deal with. The temptation to make the wrong choices, along with the power to make those choices, and the effects of sin which are death. Death of everything. Mankind. The earth. The stars and the sky. No longer is everything that good. Nevertheless, we will suffer this evil, and purge it from our collective humanity together, as we walk the valley of the shadow of death so that we can become closer to our Father someday than the nearest angel whose beauty was unmatched. But it is much better to scorn the young and distant than to fall as far as that son of dawn who was adorned with beauty, but was cast out. The Bible seems to suggest, along with DNA results from mitochondrial Eve, that God created man somewhere around 6,000 years ago. I can see room for the universe and the earth to be older and there are some evidences that suggest it might not be billions or even millions of years old. But Adam, along with Eve, seemed to have been created around 6,000 years ago, based on the dating of the genealogies in the Bible, by James Usher, which many young earth creationists accept. Many other ancient historical records show Adam, or man, to have origins of six to 12,000 years ago. After the garden mankind began to grow. And as they grew, they gave in to their temptation. And God turned them over to their evil ways. All of their thoughts and ways were of wickedness and against the way of God. So God sent a global catastrophic event that totally rearranged the continents, the atmosphere, and life as mankind knew it. That catastrophic event is known throughout history as the flood. After the flood, God chose one person to make into a great nation that he would call his family. Through that nation, he would reveal himself to us, along with making a way for us back to God from which we were now separated, as well as give us his word, so that we may carry it with us and have it as a physical thing, as well as having him as a physical thing at one point and once again to come soon. 
Through that nation, God's plan of redemption was revealed, when Jesus fulfilled the prophecies of the Old Testament, redeemed us through his work on the cross, showed us what our resurrection someday will look like, and made evident that he was God, by overcoming death. God came to us in the most clear form possible to express his desires and intentions and plans for us, and to provide provision for our crimes against our Father. He will soon come again. We, the saints, call this, the rapture. At that time, Jesus will come and pull us that are alive and us that have died in Christ up to the clouds with him. After we are safe from the earth the tribulation will soon begin. Now, that is what most evangelicals today believe. However, the truth is, we don't know for sure when we will be taken up to the holiness that is the clouds. I say holiness, because clouds and smoke are God's chariots, so to speak. God is in the clouds, or smoke, throughout biblical history, and we will be, taken up, or raptured, to the clouds, the Bible says. Anyway, the point is, He is coming, and we are going. And these prophecies can always surprise us. But only if we submit to any conclusions about the future. Only God knows tomorrow, and he is not the author of confusion. During the tribulation, a person will rise up and rule all the nations, and the people will follow him, because he brought us together. God's original people that we spoke of earlier, the Israelites will also follow him, until he finally does something that is atrocious, an abomination that causes desolation, then he will be revealed for what he is, the Antichrist. When the time is up, Jesus will come and destroy the Antichrist and his false prophet and put an end to it. He will establish his kingdom on earth and we will rule with him over the people that are still alive at the end of the tribulation and have not came to Jesus at the time God says, Enough. That kingdom will last for a thousand years. Once the millennial is up, God will take us from the earth and those that were in hell will stand before the Lord in judgment. He will show us all things that have ever been and reveal everything. We will all be dumbfounded in absolute amazement at the mastery of his sacrifice and what he has done. Every knee will bow, and every tongue will confess that Jesus is Lord. Then, he will destroy the heavens and the earth, and he will make a new heaven and a new earth. A whole new universe. He will take us to new earth, and we will live as his children with Christ as our Lord forever in eternity. The universe will be perfect once again and more unimaginable than any mind has ever conceived. We will have new bodies that have amazing abilities that we can't even comprehend. We will still be the same original individual that we have always been, having conquered the power of choice through our experiences and His grace, along with the knowledge of His revelation of it all which He showed us. We will be glorified. After seeing it all and experiencing evil, we will all be able to make the clear choice to love our God who created us, and not choose poorly as did that beautiful angel who was cast out. By God's grace we will see how we were destined to fall because of Adam, and better to fall early in childhood than late as Lucifer. We will be home, living in an environment that no eye have seen, no ear has heard of, and no mind can conceive. 